0: Welcome to Real Black Content Forum podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about hip hop. Right, we're going to talk about hip hop. We're going to talk about respect. We're going to talk about disrespect, and what is the proper form of corrective measures when you feel like a giant in your culture, in your community have been disrespected, right? So that's going to be today's conversation. Now, um, this weekend, right, I was able to have the opportunity to watch a live in which two MCs was having a conversation about respect. And this respect was centered around our brother, Minister Louis Farrakhan from Chicago and a West Coast DJ. His name is DJ Vlad. He's a YouTuber. He has a very large hip hop platform on YouTube, but DJ Vad is not an original man. He's a Russian Jew, right? He's a white, he's a so-called white man that's a Russian Jew, and he put out some content that a lot of people in the community looked at. It was uh, a form of disrespect because what actually happened was he he kind of mixed up the words right which he says is a mistake but he kind of mixed up the words during an interview when he was talking to a comedian also from California D.L. Hughley which somehow became a political analyst in the last year or two but that's different story for a different day right so let's let's have a conversation about respect to our elders to our giants and let's talk about hip-hop right now i'm going to attempt to give a little background on the two mcs that was going live right so you got two mcs right you got royce 59 five nine from my city the city of detroit and you got my son from new york city right they going on live we talking about respect we talking about apologies we're talking about the Brother Minister Louis Farrakhan and we talking about DJ Vlad, right? So these four topics are put in a blender while they was having this conversation about our Brother Minister Louis Farrakhan, right? Was he disrespected? What's the remedy for disrespect? That's where the conversation pretty much lied at, right? Now, you know, Royster59... Um, we got a lot of respect and love for Royce in the city of Detroit and it goes back it's not nothing just recent it goes back man if, in fact I can give you guys a throwback story right there was a time when Royce was independent and he was dropping an album called Independence Day right this is a real throwback story he had the album release party at the Sting and the Sting is like a gentleman's club or after hour spot that we go to in the city right Now, Royce is from an area in the city called Nine Mile, right? It's kind of like a Detroit suburb. So he can bring out all the hoods to just come out and have a good time. And during his album release party, he brought the city out. Every neighborhood was there, right? I mean, Seven Mile was there from the west all the way to the east. Finkel was there. Puritan was there. Mount Hood, Plymouth was there. Joy Road was there. Linwood, Livernois, Dexter, Highland Park, everybody was there, right? Um, shout out to BMF, man. You know, BMF was there. I think the indictments came, like, later that year, but BMF was there. Uh, God bless the dead, Proof was there, man, you know, from D12. You know, I was able to meet them and uh, build with them at this event, right, at the album release party that Royce had. So it was a beautiful thing. Again, God bless the dead Of course, he's no longer with it So, Royce is a figure in Detroit, man He can just bring the city out, man He got a lot of love from a lot of us, right? So, it's all good Now, I I really don't know much about my son Because, of course, I'm not from New York And um, I just know what I see And what I see is, like He's always busy with activism I see him a lot with Black Lives Matter Doing activism work now, the first time I seen the activism work that my son was doing go to a national level is when he was supporting Kellen Kaepernick. Right? As we all know, Kellen Kaepernick was a millionaire NFL quarterback. He lost his job, and he somehow got poor people to rally behind him to get his millionaire job back. It just never happened. Um, things kind of went left, though. Right? A quick synopsis of the story is this: Kellen Cap is trying to get his job back. My son is next to him supporting him getting his job back. So the Jewish owners got together and they did what they do best when they want to break up any type of sign of black unity. They just um, drop a bag of money on the ground. Of course, these Jewish owners is only going to do a deal with one Negro. So they picked Jay-Z. There were two trains at that time, right? There were two trains leaving the station when this is all going on. There was one train that said that Jay-Z was a sellout for his actions in doing the deal with the NFL. And then there was another train that said, well, we're going to kind of like wait and see what happens. We're going to wait and see what he does. And, you know, we need somebody with a seat at the table. Well, my son was the brother that was saying, let's wait and see what happens. We need a seat at the table. And then we waited and, of course, we always knew that <laughs> nothing nothing was going to happen. Like, we, you know. But that's just how I know my son. Like, I really don't know much about him. He does activism work. And it looks like he kind of like, um, you know, not knowing him, it looks like uh, he's a person that's about keeping good relationships. Let me see it that way. Right? So... He's in the hip-hop world, so it's more valuable to him to keep a good relationship with Jay-Z than Cap because he's not in the athletic world. So let me stand up for Jay-Z. In this situation where a lot of people from the community are demanding an apology from Vlad, where he's kind of like saying what Vlad did is sufficient because, of course, again, he's in the music world and he's going to keep that relationship like that's kind of I see him moving around right about now right so let's pull the statement and see what the uh, let's see what Vlad did that's getting so much attention from these two artists Vlad said that Farrakhan not only called Jews Satan but also encourages people to pick up a rock and throw it at them but the actual Farrakhan speech the minister encourages people to pick up the stone of truth against so called Jews who are not being true Jews Nation of Islam members are complaining that Vlad's representation of Farrakhan is untrue, and they made a video rebuttal in response to DJ Vlad's commentary. So, outraged are Nation of Islam members that they have created a Change.org petition to demand that YouTube take down the offending interview. Alright, so... There's a lot of moving pieces here that we're going to have a conversation about. So we got two rappers, right, having a conversation about what is the proper way to right your wrong when Vlad did this. Now, the Nation of Islam, let's be clear, they don't need any rappers to stand out on the front line for them or any entertainers for that matter, right? Because, of course, we know our brother, Minister Louis Farrakhan. It's over the nation of Islam, and the nation of Islam have their own military, which we know as the fruit of Islam, right? So I used to tell a joke about the FOI that, uh, (laughs) you know, it's because the fruit of Islam is why your uncle and your cousin and your brother uh, didn't get violated when they went to state prison. They didn't come home no punk, because when they got to prison... The first thing that they did was got next to the fruit of Islam. And, and while doing so for protection, they received a the skill set of values, morals and discipline that even when they got out of prison, you know, those values, disciplines and principles that they learned from the nation, it was able to even carry them outside of those prison walls. So. You know, we always salute the work that the Nation of Islam have done and is doing in cleaning up our men and women, right? We definitely appreciate that. Now, this last piece, I I must admit, it stood out to me the most. The piece that read, so outraged are the Nation of Islam members that they have created a Change.org petition to demand that YouTube take down the offending interview Right So The Nation of Islam Was taking steps To get DJ Vlad's video removed Right I didn't You know Of course I'm not pulling this From the final call This is just an interview From a blog site That's talking about The situation But again The emphasis on The Nation of Islam Is putting in a petition To get the video taken down and of course we know today that video has been taken down right so again we also know that if the brother minister wanted something to happen to vlad it would have happened right he he got the men that's there to do we know right we just we're not oblivious to that point right so um that's where we at with that Now, I want to show the brothers and sisters at home. I want to bring you up to speed on something if you haven't been already. I want to show you guys something. There's a couple of channels on YouTube, right? That's the DJ Vlad channel with 4 million subscribers. That's a very large platform. And then we have a Young Pharaoh channel, which have 500,000 subscribers. Now, that's a large platform as well, right? Right? Now, again, you know, we can go back and find the life in which Royce is having this conversation with my son about respect and how our elders and our giants should be respected and how Vlad is using his platform to tear down a giant in our community, a giant in our culture. Which is, of course, our brother, Minister Louis Farrakhan. And we can respect his position, and we can respect my son's position. And there's a call for an apology now. In in all fairness, though, right? You know, Mr. Muhammad, peace be upon him, and I'm talking about Elijah. He taught our people how to deal with non-black people. And... He gave us a science about how they're going to operate. So nobody should actually be shocked that he used his platform to continue to push the narrative that our brother minister from Chicago is anti-Semitic. Right. Because he himself is being a so-called white Russian Jew. So he's standing up for his people when he's doing it. So I, I wouldn't necessarily look for an apology. I don't think anybody from the nation is looking for an apology. I just want to play something that's made by an original man about this very same giant, right? And then we're going to come back, and then we're going to have a conversation about that. So let me play the video. <laughs>
1: Oh, Farrakhan, oh, Farrakhan, oh, Farrakhan. First of all, let me let y'all niggas know something, okay? We don't give a fuck about Farrakhan getting banned off the internet, my nigga. We don't give a fuck about Farrakhan getting banned off the internet. Why y'all acting like black people galactically is in a hot roar? Over this bum ass nigga getting banned off the You should have been banned this nigga off the motherfucking internet. Should've been banned this nigga. She had long overdue. Turn around, this nigga Farrakhan is involved in a horror situ in a in a whole situation. Every time I turn around, this nigga involved in some whole shit. I'm putting I'm monetizing my video right now, family, so excuse excuse me for my attention being elsewhere, but every Every time I turn around, this fuck nigga is involved in some whole shit. Every time I I won't be I won't be surprised if niggas get the exposing pizza gate next, and hear this nigga Farrakhan come talking about something, and you know it. And then this nigga kill me because this nigga really is a sinister nigga. This nigga got the most demonic, sinister swagger you can have. This nigga really be sitting here trying to convince you on your team with that weak-ass accent. Like, Farrakhan, shut your frog-neck-ass up. If you don't sit your motherfucking, if you don't sit your motherfucking goat-neck-ass down somewhere looking like you about to say, (laughs) bad. That nigga look like he about to accidentally say, bad. That nigga like he about to accidentally say, bad. I swear to God. That nigga like he about to just come out on accident and be like, (laughs) bad. That nigga look like at the next motherfucking. That nigga look like at the next motherfucking. <laughs> See, bitch, bitches pimping, bitch is, bitches is pimping Kruger, bitch. Bitch, I, bitch, what, the, bitch, you respect him? Bitch, you, bitch, you talking about you respect it? Bitch, let me turn my motherfucking hat to the side, bitch, so you can understand how, bitch, what you, bitch, what you talking about? You, you motherfucking, bitch, what you respect? You respect, bitch, I, re- bitch I, I put some respect on your ass, bitch. Smack that motherfucking, that motherfucking Jerry Curl out your motherfucking head, bitch. It-
0: All right, family, we're back. That video, that speaker, his name is Young Pharaoh And he also has a platform, 500,000 strong. And we're also talking about a platform of a non-original man. His name is DJ Vlad with a platform of four million. Now, we just looked at some evidence in what DJ Vlad did. Again, the so-called white Jew used his platform, again, to continue the narrative that our brother Minister is anti-Semitic. Right? But... We received the science from Mr. Muhammad on who the colored man is. We already know. So when we see the colored man acting in his nature, it, it's okay. We we know who you are. It's, it's okay. Young Pharaoh, who also has a large platform and he used his platform also to tear down the giant. Now, I'm asking the community now, black Americans that are living in the wilderness of North America, who should be pressured or who should be pushed more to make an apology publicly about the energy that they've been directing towards our giant, our elder, Brother minister Louis Farrakhan Who should we be demanding An apology from More The original man Or the non-original man The part of that article That stood out to me the most When it said that the nation of Islam Right Put out a petition To get that video removed for just by misquoting the minister But you have a guy Right And all skin folk ain't kin folk now But you got a guy That's saying Disgusting things About this very same giant And it's like it's being overlooked It's being overlooked Where's the pressure at To make our own Be respectful Where's the pressure at to make our own show respect? Where's that pressure at? Let me show you something else. Black Americans, in my estimate, have fallen in the place of victim consciousness. Do you know why the community is pushing for Vlad to make an apology and not Pharaoh? Because Vlad is a so-called white man And in this area of victim consciousness Everything so-called white folks do It's always looked at as more malicious More satanic More disgusting More anti-black Than anything That black people really do I got a problem with that. In victim consciousness, you need a persecutor, a rescuer, and you need a victim. And the victim is the mentality, is the position that we find ourselves the most comfortable in. Because when you're in victim status... There's no personal responsibility involved. So let's take it all the way back now, right? Let's let's go back and let's just reassess our mentality. And let's go back to the opening conversation, right? The opening conversation was there was two artists. They went live, right? Talking about respect. Talking about apologies. Talking about the culture. Talking about DJ Vlad. And... His interaction with our brother, Minister Louis Farrakhan, and these MCs—one is from Detroit, and the other MC is from the Bronx, right? And we're talking respect, then we're talking apologies, and we're putting pressure on a YouTuber, right? So-called white Jew, to show more respect. An original man That's a giant in our culture right Now That's a tall task Because when We start asking People in media To respect our giants What place in media Do they have to be at Does young pharaoh make the cut He got 500,000 subscribers Where's the pressure from the hip hop community and the community in general, young Farrell, he's a little feminine now, but to get him back on the right course to show him how to respect his elders, then we got another gentleman also on the line from the Bronx on his way to a protest to protest police brutality against black males. and that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing, but let's be clear, the world just seen a video. Where a man in the Bronx was shot and killed in front of his daughter while crossing the street. And there's no protest for that situation at all. Because, see, that's how victim mentality works. I have to always put myself in a victim mentality stage from non-black people. And by doing so, I never hold black people to a standard at all. See how people can do anything. So Hollywood can make 50,000 more slave movies and we're going to see them. And the government can come out out of the blue and give everybody in 2020 Juneteenth. And we're going to celebrate a slave holiday. Because all of these occurrences show us being a victim. And that's where we find sanctity at. Right? This is why we can have conversations about who owes us an apology. This is why we can march all over the country about police shooting black males. Not black males shooting black males. See, Chicago doesn't get a march. See, Oakland doesn't get a march. Detroit doesn't get a march. See, New York City doesn't get a march, right? Houston, New Orleans don't get a march. Black life doesn't matter unless a black man loses his life to a so called white man. This is all underneath victim consciousness. This is why, if you say you revoke Republican, you're coon. See, you're cooning, man. You lost, brother. You're a conservative. How? How, brother? Don't you know our people are Democrats? <laughs> Don't vote for any conservative because they're racist. They're racist. Don't vote for the racist. Even though slick Joe Biden passed a crime bill. Don't vote for the Republicans because they're racist. See, so every election, Democrats come through the community and say, you guys need to vote for us because those Republicans, see, they're racist. See, you don't want to see they through things that hurt you, brother. You don't want to be involved with them. They're racist. Now, the majority of inner cities in America, man, they've been liberal for 30, 40 years, and they just never get any better. But you know why you're going to continue to vote Democrat? Because you need a rescuer, right? Because you're a victim. And they're going to make sure that these big, bad Republicans are not going to do anything against you. So you continue to vote blue because you are a victim. And the red side, the Republican side, see those conservatives, they're racist. And you need protection from these racists. Here's the funny thing about Democrats calling Republicans racist, right? Because we can really just do the legwork and see What side make what policies That hurt our community the most I'm not going to do it though I'm just going to keep it on the personal level today though. I'm just going to keep it on the personal level Hillary Clinton is running against Donald Trump Donald Trump is the racist He's the scum of the earth He's the scum I mean he can't do anything right He He doesn't like black people He doesn't like brown people And Hillary Clinton She's going to protect Negroes from Trump And Negroes voted for Hillary, right? But she didn't win. Trump won. The racist won, right? So what happens is that once the president is in office, he throws a White House ball. Guess who shows up at the ball? Your sweet Hillary. See, if this man was a racist and scum of the earth, you would stay away from him, period. Not them. They come on the world stage and they play that game for you. It's entertainment, right? And the minute the election is over, they go back to business as usual. So every time there's a White House ball or a White House gathering, the Clintons are there. Biden is there. That's how it works. It's politics. But you, at home, is taking it serious. See, you don't know how to cut it on and cut it off you taking it serious because, see, you're a victim. So as long as you have the victim mentality, nothing gets better. Nothing gets better. We got a call for our own to stand up and do the right thing. So now, let's dive back into the conversation, right? The victim consciousness... The victim mentality is not getting us anywhere, family. We have to be able to hold our own people to a higher standard. We got to be able to hold our own people to a higher standard. This gentleman have a platform of 500,000 people, and he can say this about a giant. Nobody says nothing. Where's that petition? to get these videos taken down where's it at we gotta be more upset when Pookie shoot JJ than Officer Brian shooting JJ we gotta be more upset we gotta show ourselves love of self we all got knowledge everybody got knowledge of self everybody's smart we all got good ideas it's all good We got to show more love for one another, family. The victim mentality ain't getting us nowhere. The victim conscious thing ain't working. And you know what's the sad thing about it? Other ethnicities around us is catching on. They're watching us now. They're catching on. And they too see that the victim consciousness game, that mentality... Has ran its course. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. I do think in this situation, if your older brother minister an apology, man, get a man an apology. But listen, charity family starts at home, charity starts at home. Peace and black power to you, family. This is Real Black Content is Foreign Podcast, man. This is Big VJ. I'm going to get it with you guys next time. Peace. <laughs> Welcome to Real Black Content is Foreign Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation is going to be about a post that comedian from California, Dio Hughley, put up about... Beyonce taylor right if you're not familiar Beyonce taylor is a black american she's a sister she's a queen who unfortunately lost her life due to gun violence at the hands of kentucky police officers right so she is unfortunately on that list of black americans that lost their life to the police and you know In any loss of life. Our hearts and prayers go out to the family. Um, In her situation. I just really don't know what happened. I really don't understand it. It just. um, The stories is just. It's a whirlwind of stories. You just never know what happens. In these situations right. Well. DL again. He takes to his Twitter. And he took to his Facebook. And his Instagram. And he made a post about it. And in today's conversation we're going to read the post he decided to put some follow-up pictures as well and what i want to do is ultimately um go over some values you know real quick go over some values um because when we talk about political parties there's values connected to these parties that often get lost in the shuffle right but let's read um Let's take a look and read at DL's post first, right? And it says that for those of you that's wondering how or why Brianna did not get the justice she deserved. Daniel Cameron put his aspirations above his obligation to justice when he spoke at the RNC in the middle of the investigation. He pledged his loyalty to be an advocate and a voice to the men and women in blue. Your duty is to the citizens. He said he was working around the clock But found time for an engagement party And wedding with Mitch McConnell In attendance Guests who would never walk down the aisle Breonna Taylor The innocent woman whose justice Was given to sheetrock Bricks and a few layers of paint He is a walking breathing conflict of interest A puppet and a disgrace Hashtag Team BL. So This is the piece that Dio wrote And So far, as far as Facebook is concerned, it had almost 25,000 likes and almost 7,000 comments. And it's knocking down on 16,000 shares, right? And that's a pretty big platform when you're able to, you know, get your voice out, your point of view out. Now, I just have to ask, though, because... You see, somehow, I'm not sure, in the last maybe 28 months to maybe 36 months, D.L. Hughley has been a political analyst for Black America somehow. I I don't know how it happened. Um, But this particular piece, it looks like he's standing up for a beautiful woman a beautiful soul who lost her life due to police violence and he's from California she's from Kentucky he's just standing up for the community he got the platform to do so he wants to bring light and he wants to bring attention to a subject that's what I thought at first but there was a reason why I kind of changed my mind on that and then I'm going to show you why About maybe like four or five years back Right in California There was a police shooting that made national news It was the police killing of Mario Woods Right Mario Woods was shot by the police He was surrounded and shot And this happened in the Frisco district And Kamala Harris Was sitting in the seat of power Right so If I can kind of explain the situation a little bit more though It was like Mario Woods had his back against the wall I'm not saying he's an angel, right? Let me just put that out there. I'm not saying that Mr. Woods was an angel, right? Peace be upon him. Um, But we're not here to like say he was an angel. We're just here to talk about what happened in this situation. So again, right? Getting back to the story. Mr. Woods back was against the wall. He had like some type of knife or blade in his hand. He was surrounded by five officers and he was shot over 20 times right because the officers felt like they were threatened their life was in jeopardy so again just those facts that he was surrounded by the police and this knife made him feel threatened to the extent that they had to shoot him over 20 times now in my estimate do i really think the police officers were threatened no Nonetheless, mario woods had a record of being a 9th 10th 11th 12th degree black belt and he could just Do so much harm and damage to these police officers. And no, I don't think that they was threatened at all. What I do think is that sometimes that I think there's a part in like the police procedure where they are trying to apprehend a suspect that if he has some type of weapon and they feel threatened, they can shoot to kill. Right. They can use lethal force. And depending on who that person is, it's like a coin toss. They can decide whether or not they're going to use this lethal force. The reason why I say that is because. Mario Woods was shut down. He had a knife. And there was another video. It's on the internet now. There's a so-called white man. He's like in the park somewhere. And he has like a 25 caliber handgun. It's a 380 at best. Right. It's a 380 at best. And he's waving the firearm. And there are like 9 or 10 cops around him. Now. Ironically. All 9 and 10 cops was on one accord because nobody shot nobody felt threatened he's waving the firearm not a knife he's waving a firearm all around and they did shoot him though right they shot him but they shot him in the leg and the reason why the police officers decided to shoot him in the leg is to preserve his life even though their training teaches them to shoot center mass Maybe that's a different story for a different day Right So This is what happened to Mario Woods The community Of Frisco Reached out and Appealed To Kamala for justice And you know what she did She let all Five officers walk But nobody surprised right Nobody surprised you know, she's running for like vice president and nobody, they the story never comes up. So I say all that to say this. I think that it is irresponsible for D.O. Hugley to take to his social platforms and use someone's death, tragic death, as an opportunity just to take a shot at a Republican, black Republican. Because, you know, there were some follow up photos that he put with, you know, the statement that he made and the follow up photos of Daniel was him like at the RNC speaking and pictures with him with his wife. And he's trying to show by the power of suggesting that Daniel is not for the people. He's a black man. He's a Republican. He's married to a so-called white woman. See, he's not for us. He's against us. It's all through the power suggestion, but he felt invested to do that, even though Daniel was in Kentucky and this tragic case of Brianna Taylor happened in Kentucky. He didn't do that in his home state, though, when it came around to Mario Woods. And maybe some of you guys can help me because I combed through the net to see. Was there any statements that was made by Dio Hughley about Mario Woods? I didn't find any. What I did find was a post that DL shared that was made about Kamala Harris saying she's one of the most progressive attorney generals and she's doing so good for the state of California and this, this, that, and this, this, that. So. I think it's disgusting. I think it shows that you're on the scumbag line almost. To use somebody's death to make a political statement about somebody's death. Somebody that was shot by the police. I think that's pretty disgusting to do that. And he did that by having a big platform. Which makes it even worse. So since DL is using this opportunity to talk about politics. Because even in that statement, it was supposed to be about Brianna, But he spent... 90% of the posts running down Daniel, right? The person that sat in the seat of power in Kentucky that could have got quote unquote justice for Brianna, but he didn't call out Kamala Harris, who also was sitting in the seat of power, and she could have got justice for Mario Woods. But he didn't call out Kamala because she's a Democrat, she's a liberal. And somehow DL has become a liberal spokesman for black americans even though he's a comedian i don't know why community allows it he just does it right i just it's weird so let's go over some values that is so widely held in high regard by the democrat party and let's just take a look at why so many of these celebrities are championing the cause for liberals right so let's just take a look oftentimes You hear in our community that voting doesn't matter. It matters. Politics doesn't matter. But it matters. Why does politics matter so much? Well, by the mere definition of politics, that shows it's importance. Not not the definition you're going to find in Webster, right? We're going to provide you on this platform with a more accurate definition. Definition of politics, right? And I want you guys to remember this. Politics is the science of governing people. That's all it is. So when somebody say, "Nah, I'm not into politics. They're saying that they're not into the science of governing people. So you don't want to have a say so on how things are governed. Because the connection from politics to the average Joe if you will, is that by us using the definition of politics is a science of governing people. We know that people are governed in this country by laws. These laws are made out of values that communities have, right? So what's the purpose of a law? The only purpose of a law is to elevate a society. That's it. Law doesn't have any other function. If you want to elevate a society, you got to create laws. That's it. It's just that simple. Right. And these laws are going to be based off values. So we got an election coming up. Right. We see in the battle between Trump and Biden as they go for the big seat. And it's one of three, which is a very important piece in a threefold government. Right. So we got. Judicial, and we got executive and we got the legislative branch. So it's the pen that controls everything in executive seat. Right. Once the legislators bring something to you, you sign off the law and this law goes into effect. And the purpose of law, again, is to elevate a society. But going all the way back, these laws are based on values. So let's take a look at the difference between the value system of a Democrat and a Republican. Now, I'm just going to touch on some liberal information, right? Because all of these entertainers, right? It's 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 weird. And I'll talk about black American entertainers. You don't hardly see any black conservative entertainers. Nowhere. But the funny thing is, is I'm from Detroit, which is the blackest city in America, might have some close competition. D.C. might be close percentage wise. Memphis may be close percentage wise. Maybe Jackson, Mississippi, maybe Oakland, California, maybe, maybe Atlanta. I think that we got that locked up, though, right? (laughs) So for it to be so many black Americans in the city of Detroit. I personally don't know any black American who value system matches up with liberals. Nobody. But it's weird how we always end up voting liberal. But when we come to the values, we don't line up with liberals. Right. That's fascinating how that works. Well, in my estimate, why it is working this way is because. See, the powers that be seeing that our community have a love for celebrities, right? We have a love for them. So because we have a love for celebrities in this generation, the powers that be use entertainers to sway our opinion, right? And I just say this generation because in previous generations, the powers that be to sway black Americans' opinion used to use the clergymen. They go get the preacher, right? So the point I'm trying to make is that in the golden years, in the old years, to convince black Americans, you used to have to go through the clergyman. The preachers had the hearts of black Americans. Not anymore. Somehow a change took place. The entertainer, the LeBron James, the Peace Be Upon Him, the Kobe Bryans, the Michael Jacksons of the world, the Michael Jordan's other world Let me back up a little bit Michael Jackson, peace be upon him His celebrity was so strong That he could pull up at a concert Some of you guys may be too young to, to know this Michael Jackson used to pull up at a concert To perform And he had to have like two or three ambulances Out in front On standby That powerful of an entertainer Then you got the Michael Jordans where you can get black Americans to literally stand outside for hours just to purchase your shoes. And then you got the Jay-Z's of the world and the rapper Plies and the list go on and on and on, right? So you have a whole host of black American entertainers that got the ear of the people. So the powers that be found it necessary to... If I can just control the entertainers, I could control the people. And in my estimate, that's what's happening. Because it doesn't take a rocket scientist to notice that when you talk about black American media, radio, morning show, afternoon show, it's always led by a comedian. It's always led by a comedian. I don't care what market you go. It doesn't matter what market that you go into. When you talk about black American morning shows in the inner city, two people is going to be the host of these shows. It's either going to be a comedian or it's going to be somebody from hip hop world, right? They're not going to give you many morning shows that talk about liberal values because Black Americans is not interested in liberal values. You can't come on a morning show and talk about how important abortion is or LGBT marriage or big government or amnesty or transgender recognition or gun control. And that's just like a small laundry list of liberal values. In fact, there's a lot of LGBT relationships that's on television and it's irritating the black community. It's irritating black America. But nobody says anything. It irritates our people. But then we go back and we vote for the same principles and values that we're irritated by. And we do this because of entertainers. This is why. It's time for our people to wake up, though. The entertainers that you hear on the radio is not our friend. Dear Hughley made a post about Breonna Taylor. A person that lost their life. Super serious matter. Very tragic matter. Just to take a shot at a black Republican. When you start doing that, man, you're going too far. If you want to stand up for... Liberals stand up for their values. Because the hustle of what these entertainers do is they never talk about the liberal values. They never talk about conservative values. What they do is they talk about personalities. Or they start throwing a racism word around to scare you. I don't care what political party they belong to, they're going to be racist. Some people in this country, they're going to be racist. That's just how it works in America. There's no political party. That's racism proof. They're lying to you. If somebody come along. And make you think that Trump. Is more racist than Biden. They're just lying to you. At this point. Biden made a crime bill. That tore down. The black community. He tore the whole. He wrote the bill. Yo. I want to paint a picture for you because this is what Biden actually said on the floor. But this is what the crime bill. This is what was actually in the bill. If you had a piece of crack or we call it hard or ready rock, which is cocaine rocked up with baking soda. Right. If it was the size of a quarter, there was a mandatory minimum of five years. Biden wrote that bill. Clinton signed the bill, right? Now he had some help. Um, he had some help. The Congressional Black Caucus helped him out. So that just let you know that everybody doesn't have your best interests at heart, and all skin folk and kinfolk, right? So going back to the crime bill, though, right? If you had a piece of crack on your person. Which is the size of a quarter The judge couldn't help you Nobody can write letters of recommendation Saying how great of a person you are From people from your community Or sororities or fraternities That you may be involved in Or any other like civic organization You were screwed Five years, bang, federal time Can't get out of it Now, this bill was made to stop crime So, you took a whole bunch of nonviolent criminals for drug possession and you put them in jail for at the very least five years. If they had more than that, you start looking at football numbers. That's what we used to say in the neighborhood they're getting football numbers. Biden came up with that. The Biden bill, he wrote it, the crime bill. I don't even know how he can hold his head up around black Americans i just don't know i don't know how you can be in politics for 47 years and you should have a list miles long of accomplishments that you did building helping the nation changing people's lives and you just don't But, you know, this is not a podcast trying to, you know, help you pick your vote. That's not what I'm saying, because I'm not trying to steer you to who to vote for. I'm just saying this. We as a community got to learn to vote our values. We got to vote our values, not vote for the greatest personality in the world. Vote your values. It's okay to say, hey, man, I think Trump is an idiot. But you got to know that this idiot sits at the party that has more values that connects to you and these values turn into laws I know more black Americans right and I'm just going to go over a small list of conservative values I know more black Americans that's anti-abortion they're for traditional marriage, they're for small government they're for legal immigration they don't accept transgender recognition they're for gun rights I know more black Americans that's like that I don't know No real liberals And the only way that they have us Voting liberals is by sticking black entertainers In front of us To support liberals Because we don't support the values If I went down A quick bullet point About conservatives right I'm okay with saying Yeah I'm anti-abortion Nah I'm not for abortion man I want to see any sisters put their bodies through that traumatic experience i just don't right um i'm for traditional marriage man and a woman i'm for that there's nothing more than the black community needs than traditional marriage small government means that when i get my paycheck i get less taxes taken out if there's some type of cause i can As a private citizen I can fund it myself I don't need the government taking more of my money out To fund a program that they think is okay Right I'm not for transgender recognition If you have a penis And you're a man Right I, I, I know you woke up this morning And you felt like you were something different And that's okay You can't go in the bathroom with my daughter bro That's not gonna work We're gonna have a problem You can't go in a restroom with my mother-in-law And my wife we're just going to have a problem That's not going to work for me I believe that we should all Own firearms I stand for gun rights Can you imagine What makes sense Just think about it this way A Group of people Black Americans Former slaves if there was any ethnicity Or race Or people group That should have the most firearms Because we cry the most about racism We at the time talking about Everything is racism If we really believe all this racism talk We are on more guns than we do Because we're saying hey If this country is as racist as we say it is on TV and on social network, then it could take a turn. You need to defend yourself. I stand for gun rights. I don't stand for gun control. It doesn't really make sense. I say all that to say this. It's too much information out here to allow entertainers to influence our position on. Who we vote for For our values We got to vote our values As much as y'all Complain about taxes I know you're not for no big How did you get for big government? Sometimes You got to watch Where these voices come from right? I'm from the Midwest and We have a high Alpha male presence here You don't get too many guys from the midwest That complain about Trump Just think about it right Most of these guys black entertainers That's complaining about Trump They come from liberal states They're controlled by liberals They come from California They come from New York Think about it Everybody that came in contact With Trump from the midwest Just the midwest right Jim Brown He met with Trump No problem. Then Trump get elected and Mayweather went to the inauguration ball and the whole nine. Nobody said nothing to him. There was no problem. They say Kanye West is a little loony, though. He's from Chicago. He's from the Midwest. He goes to the White House. There's no problem. You see the pattern. Steve Harvey. He goes to the White House. He had no problem. But when he left the White House, he broke the rule. The comedians are put in place to keep you lost. And when he came out that meeting with Donald Trump, the picture that they painted of him, he didn't see it. And you know where he got blowback from? You. Y'all gave him the blowback. And he backpedaled and he act like He's against everything Trump says To keep his audience And to keep his job See Y'all damn near made him apologize For going to the White House to see the president But When he made that Joke about Flint and the dirty water Nobody said nothing See, Y'all didn't make him backpedal And eat those words But when he said what the conservative And the Republican president See y'all thought it was a problem But That wasn't the thing to do Because The entertainers That's controlled by liberals Are telling you Who to like And who not to like And you're falling for the bait and you're not voting your values. Peace and black power to you, family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for hanging out, man. This is Real Black Content This one Podcast, man. i get it with you guys later. Peace.